You know, I have one simple request, and that is to have sharks with frickin' laser beams attached to their heads. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with a new episode, and this is going to be our special episode. Everybody knows that whenever a big tentpole superhero movie comes out, we like to dedicate an entire show to it. So if you're looking for our normal routine where, you know, we talk about books, we talk about uh, pop culture and newsworthy articles, we're not going to do it. Uh, that bullshit about that white model modeling Black Panther in Forever 21. I apologize today. I'm going to just give you a quick snaps of that. We don't give a shit. Even if on regular I mean, show. I didn't even know about that. It was some new <laughs> shit. It's on the big news. I'm like, who gives a fuck, man? <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, that being said, we just move on to that. Now, number, what we normally do whenever it's a superhero, and like I said, this is a technically superhero origin story, even though he's been in two other movies before then. But this movie pretends like that movie, those movies never happened. But we'll get to that. Uh, Eli, give us a quick uh, thing about what did you, how did you come familiar with Aquaman? You know, how did I come familiar? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, we always do that. We, we talk about how do you know friends? the character and stuff. You know, <laughs> I think the Super Friends. Okay, pretty much everybody remembers the Friends. That's why I knew him from the Super Friends. He was a, uh, it was always Superman, Batman, Robin, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Wendy, Marvin, Wonder Twins. the Wonder Twins, and Wonder Dog, and Big Chief or Apache Chief. Oh, that was later on with the uh the racial Avengers or the racial uh Justice League or whatever. You had Apache oh, yeah. Chief, the the tall one that can grow. You had Black Vulcan, not Black Lightning, Black Vulcan. The difference is Black Vulcan didn't wear pants. Uh, yeah. you had El Dorado, who had good win. I think, yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, he he was Mexican, and uh, who was the last one? Samurai. No, Samurai was the one with win. Fuck El, El Dorado, dude. I don't remember. Anyway, those were those four. They came later on after when they wanted to add diversity, and they were there for like three episodes and disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Guess Lex Luthor killed them or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's the thing. I think everybody was familiar with Aquaman. Everybody knows Aquaman. Everybody doesn't really know anything about Aquaman. Uh, I remember buying all those toys back then. Like I bought Superman, Batman, and I looked at Aquaman like, no, that's that's okay. <laughs> I remember those those superpower toys were huge. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, they had that. What was the name of that artist? Gil something was it Gil? Ain't I think. It was a special artist that drew all that stuff. He, whoever it was, it was the guy that did the Batman versus Hulk book where Batman whooped Hulk's ass. But anyway, he drew the shit. They modeled the characters after that, and everybody was like, nobody gives a fuck about Aquaman. Because I always wondered, okay, he has the power to talk to fish, but what happens when there's no fish near him? He's kind of useless. And if you watch those old shows, he was kind of useless there too. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's the thing about that. And then I think everybody caught on to that because, of course, you know, family guys started popping up and robot chicken started popping up like in the last decade or so like that. And they started to point out those same, you know, similarities that we noticed in the old Superman show. Like when he wasn't near fish, he was pretty useless. And they just the joke started coming. All of a sudden, Aquaman became just a joke. You couldn't do anything with Aquaman. And it was just pretty much the butt of all jokes going on. So even trying to make an Aquaman movie, nobody would take seriously because he was such a you know a a, a joke. It was like, of course, people if they even they did make a movie, or maybe it's gonna be some kind of parody, a comedy stuff like that. And now you got Jason Momoa, biggest badass motherfucker yeah. on the planet right now. You know, nobody's gonna make fun and of him. Everyone, yeah, and everyone freaked out when they cast him as Aquaman because they're like, why are they casting him as Aquaman? Why can't he be Lobo or a right. cooler character and all that shit? Right, exactly. They were like, because they, especially when they started announcing all these because people thought it was like a gag casting. Remember, this is right on the heels of, and now we have our new Batman. 
Ben Affleck, and we were still recovering from that. We're like, wait, what? And now we got, yeah. and now we cast Aquaman, Jason Momoa from Game of Thrones. We're like, what? <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? You know, so it's just, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Like, okay, okay, this shit will get a little too weird now, you know. But yeah, Jason Momoa did his thing. Uh, he's been around for a while. This thing, he's not a new actor. Uh, I remember him. The first role I remember him from was a Johnson Family's Vacation. Oh shit! I, I it I was it that. was a Cedric Entertainer movie. Okay. <laughs> it was actually a black remake of Family Vacation. You know the Chevy Chase movie. Oh okay. Pretty much the same movie, but it was like uh, for us, you know. <laughs> Around that time of year, it was a lot of black remakes of other old movies, but we're not getting into that. Anyway, he played a Native American who worked at a casino. It was on the phone talking to his girlfriend. He saw Beyonce's sister, and then he decided to dress up like the regular, you know, the the stereotypical Native American you expect to see in a movie. <laughs> and then he started yeah, to flirt. I missed that one. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was funny as hell because he was on the phone. It, uh, he was just talking on the phone to his girlfriend, and the casino owner said, uh, Cedric Entertainer said he wants to see a real Indian. <laughs> and he gave him like $100. Can you do that for me? You're like, okay. <laughs> so he did it, but the whole time he was like acting like a stereotypical Native American while flirting with his daughter the entire time. It, it was a funny scene. It, 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 that's the only scene worth seeing if you need to check it out. Uh, he's yeah. also, yeah, he's also a Baywatch alumni. Yeah, I knew he was on Baywatch. Yeah. Actually, there's two Baywatch alumni in this, technically. Oh, yeah? Uh, well, technically, technically. Okay, Jason Momoa is a Baywatch alumni, but uh, the actor... Black Manta. I can't remember his name. He was on the Get Down, all stuff like that. He was in the Baywatch movie. Oh, really? Yeah. So he played the black cop. So technically it's too... I, honestly, you think in an Aquaman movie, you think it'd be more uh, Baywatch alumni in it? Like Hasselhoff should show up or something? <laughs> you know? Kind of like Xena the Warrior Princess. She became like a prototype type of Wonder Woman. Uh, David Hasselhoff was a prototype of Aquaman, maybe. You know? So yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, and then, like I said, we saw the other two movies. He was in Justice League. He was in Batman v Superman for like two seconds with just you know, like a a hair commercial, just floating in the water and just flies off. So all that is pretty cool. But now we got this movie. Now let me ask you about this. How was your theater? Like, what was it packed or or what was it? Yeah. Or, or when did you go see it? I saw it like the first the five o'clock show and on Thursday. Like, we had tickets, like, advanced tickets, like, from, like, shit, like, last month. <laughs> okay. We, we, yeah, we had, yeah. We had tickets for a while. A couple weeks, at least. Okay. I was I was tempted to go to the, like, remember I told you last week I was tempted to go to that uh that pre-screening that they were doing for Amazon members. But, like I said, I didn't get off work at time. So, I went at Thursday, but it was, like, 1030. It wasn't, like, super duper packed. It wasn't, like. Like Infinity War, where you had to get your tickets a month in advance, or what, what was another movie like that? Uh, the last Star Wars movie. Last yeah, year, I, I couldn't yeah. even get in the movie to see it. Yeah. And so it wasn't like that. I was able to get in, got an easy breezy seat, had space in between me and the other seats when like I was crammed in and anything like that. So overall, it was pretty good. The theater was pretty interesting. Saw it in 3D. Um, and yeah. So let's. Before we get good, we got about to get into the movie. I know we're going long winded, going to get into the movie, but first, I just wanted to talk about the box office numbers. Now, actually, we don't have the official box office numbers yet because it's a little too early, but I will tell you at least what it did yesterday. And yesterday seemed to be too good. Yesterday, well, Saturday, I'll say Saturday, it did $28 million that that day alone. Projecting this, and it's going to be somewhere else floating around like $70 or $80 million, which is respectable. Yeah. What you expect for a movie for for Aquaman movie, you know. Uh next of course after that was Mary Poppins Return, Spider Man into the Spider Verse still hanging in there. So yeah, overall Aquaman is still doing pretty good numbers. So yeah, as far as box office numbers is pretty much all I got. Eli, you wanna just jump into this thing and let's just talk about it? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay, so like I said, the Aquaman movie came out and we're gonna get into I guess spoilers maybe. Before we get into it, Eli, give me a quick summary of give, give me a review give me a review i know you gave a review online but I actually try to ignore it as much as possible for the show oh well i pretty much loved it you know i thought it was great um i am actually i am actually an aquaman fan so i thought it followed the comics the new 52 anyways uh, mm -hmm. i thought it followed that pretty closely 
Um, it did change some things, but uh, for the most part, it pretty much followed the Jeff Johns's uh, run on uh, the comics. Um, I just, yeah, I I thought it was dope. I fucking it was like, you know, pretty much. For, first of all, it was like the first underwater superhero movie we've pretty much ever seen. You know, if you want to, you know, besides Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, I I thought it was great. I I mean, it it, it like it it was it was your typical superhero origin story. So it, you know you know um, plot wise, it was nothing uh, we hadn't seen before. But because it was Aquaman, a fresh take on him, I thought it was pretty refreshing. You know, getting to see you know the underwater world, Atlantis, and you know the big giant Lord of the Rings battles underwater. I thought it was epic. I thought it was great. I had a great time with it. Um, there were a few things that you know I could nitpick, but that would be just nitpicking. Um, overall, it was just, it was just a fun popcorn superhero movie. You know, it it knew what it was trying to be, and it 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 succeeded. I know in this day and age where you know Marvel's kicking ass, you know, because they've been doing it for ten years and they got twenty plus movies, and and actors that have playing these characters for a decade you know i know they've broken a lot of ground and people have a high bar set but this was i thought very well made in that in that regard you know i thought the director had you know cinematically it was very well put together the shots were awesome it was it definitely looked good on the big screen the fight scenes were the, the fight scenes were great you know um that opening fight scene with uh you know, with Atlanta in the house on Amnesty Bay was probably better than every Iron Fist fight scene that I've seen. <laughs> Too <laughs> you know, soon. And that was, Too soon. That was, yeah, that was Aquaman's mom, and she can kick more ass than Iron Fist. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you know, that was just very – that was the opening fight scene. I was like, holy shit, this is with, you know, this is with an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I I was digging on it. I I really dug on it. I want to see it again. I plan on seeing it again. So yeah, I got a double thumbs up for me. Okay, you gonna gonna slap a score on it? Oh, I give it a yeah, I give it a do a four out of five. Four out of five. Okay, okay, okay. All right. It did have its flaws, but but it's still just it was still just a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Okay. Uh, I took some notes. Let me see. I'm just going to ignore all that shit. Okay, I'm going to just go off the top. Let's freestyle it. Okay, so like I said, as far as Aquaman, uh, people are debating whether or not it's the best DCEU movie. Uh, we can debate about that all, all we want to. I will say this. It is DC's best Marvel movie they've made so far. So <laughs> they, they definitely were going a certain direction with this one. Uh, before we get into the movie, I do want to talk about this, that I do feel like every DCEU movie we've seen before you can't take a kid to see it. Maybe Wonder Woman. Maybe, I don't know, but definitely not Batman v Superman. Definitely not Man of Steel. Maybe Justice League, but that's such a mismatch movie. We're, we're going to forget that, just like Aquaman did. So this is a movie that you can actually take kids to see, and I can think kids can enjoy themselves. Because kids can't enjoy Batman v Superman at all. It's it's boring for them. It's slow. Yeah. Too dark. This is bright, colorful, you know, bombastic. Uh, people were talking about how Spider-Man into the spider I heard some people complain about the movie was too bright. You know, it hurt their eyes and their senses. It was too much on them. Uh, Aquaman was damn near almost there. You know, we were just bright, colorful, everything, especially when the action, like, really, really got going, you know. And that's ex exactly what you expect from an Aquaman movie. Uh, it's like you were saying before. It was the, the main thing you say about the movie that it was fun. It was entertaining, exciting. It wasn't boring. It was never dull. You know everything the movie moved at a breakneck pace for those who don't know james Wan also directed fast and the furious 7 so this movie moved at a breakneck pace just like those fast and the furious movies did also and they threw so much shit into this movie that i think that was a good thing and a bad thing they honestly i feel like they put like three movies into this movie yeah well it had different tones too it had different tones too but uh, jumped had, all over the place yeah uh, they crammed so much into it where they could spread it out. And you know what? I almost I almost understand where they come from because we got to remember, as far as these DC movies and these superhero movies, DC is kind of behind the eight ball. So it's kind of like that guy in, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to use a football now, even though I don't watch football. The last play of the quarter, he's away from the touchdown. He's going to do a Hail Mary. This yeah. movie felt like a Hail Mary. 
spoiled yeah. for DC. Like yeah. they just, we just got to throw every fucking thing into this movie. Kitchen sink, fuck setting up a, uh, a sequel. Just throw everything into it, and you know, and I can appreciate them for that. I do think that I think they should have held back some of the stuff. Uh, Black Manta was awesome, and a lot of people went to go see the movie. I do think he was kind of shoehorned into this movie. You know, mm-hmm. that's just me. It was a lot of stuff that, it's like you said, it moved at a breakneck pace. Uh, the story was super predictable. Like I said, I didn't, I don't feel like, even, and even though I am familiar with Aquaman to a point, not to the level that you are, Eli, but I'm familiar with Aquaman to a point, so I knew what beach they were going to hit. But even if I wasn't familiar with Aquaman, just the fact that I've seen so many superhero movies before, just in the last two years alone, you know what beach this movie's going to hit. They They don't break new ground. You know, yeah. as far as just plot wise and story wise or even acting wise, this movie doesn't move the needle. You know, when people start pointing to superhero fatigue, they can kind of point at Aquaman and say, it's just like another one of these movies. You know, uh, Amber Heard and Jason Momoa, let's let's be honest, they are not the greatest actors in the world. So, uh, I will say this about Jason Momoa, though. He does have a screen presence, you know. He has that yeah, alpha no male. Going to, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has that yeah, alpha yeah, male no, that, persona, you know. He's Jason Statham. He's The Rock. We're not watching and That's him. exactly, that's exactly yeah, what we're he not is. watching him for Shakespeare. We're, right. We, we want to see their muscles glisten while they punch faces. That's, right. He, I, that's I don't, their purpose. That's their purpose. <laughs> I never felt like he, he absor- uh, you know, absorbed his role into Arthur Curry. I never felt like he became Arthur Curry. He was just Jason Momoa the whole time. You know, he's Aqua Bro, you know. But that's cool. You just. Uh, but I do want to see Jason Momoa do Jason Momoa shit, just like you were saying, Jason Statham, The Rock, those type of guys. He's not an actor. Yeah. He's a movie star. There's a difference. And yeah. He's, he's that guy, you know. Um, and you got some guys that can do both. I feel like Tom Cruise can do both when he wants to. He can be a movie star or an actor. Jason Momoa got one gear. That's what he's doing. And that's fine. You know, uh, the romantic connection between Amber Heard and Jason Moore. I mean, yeah, the two probably the hottest people on the planet, but at the same time, there's actually no chemistry between them. They're kind of just doing their own thing. Uh, and that's cool. You know, like I said, it, you go see this movie, I guess you, you really don't expect it to, you know, exceed any level like that because I just feel like in recent movies, the comic book movies have kind of stepped the bar up in that one. You know, these characters deal for kind of flat. They didn't really just, uh, they don't even explain any of their powers they explain a little bit of aquaman's powers like why he can do like other shit other atlanteans do and it's cool why can he talk to fish never explain he didn't care about it how does mary get her powers never explain nobody cares about it so that stuff they just kind of breeze over through it uh they got all the and there's so much lore and mythology they just cram down your throat like what the fuck man <laughs> like the seven seas yeah. here and the fisher king here and the other guys there and they and they kind of expect you to know this shit they breeze over so, so fast but you know that's cool that, i guess that's that's stuff like that gives you a chance to rewatch the movie again for like okay that's the direction they were going for you know so that out the way let's talk about the good stuff i will say this this is probably one of the prettiest and most gorgeous looking superhero movies ever yeah yeah uh cgi I, people always complain it's tim and cgi it's a fucking underwater movie <laughs> it's yeah. supposed to be cgi so honestly, as far as CGI goes, I mean, I think it's pretty much like Infinity War and this. And in some scenes, it might have even gotten Infinity War. I mean, remember we were just talking about this uh, maybe even last week, Eli, about how Marvel didn't really have like a cinematic feel to a lot of their movies. They just feel like just cranking out movies no. and stuff like that. No. I mean, there's this. that story that, yeah, there's that story that they hired a, direct, a female director to do. Was it the Black Widow movie? But then she quit because they, I guess, they don't let her direct the action scenes. Well, well see, <laughs> that's the thing. that's what Marvel does. I mean, that's that's nothing new. That's, it's not even her. Marvel will do. They'll just hire like these big name directors just to pretty much kind of do just the act, like the acting scenes and the drama scenes. But as far as like action stuff like that, they have a second team to do all that stuff, and it's pretty much the yeah. same second team on all these movies. Yeah, so, they, they all they all look the same. I mean. um... But if you watch this movie, like I said, the fight scenes, the action scenes, yeah, you can tell that was James Wan. Right. You know? If you watch his other movies, if you watch Fast and the Furious and the Conjuring movies and his, mm-hmm. you know his horror movies, you can tell he that's his vision. Right. You know, because <laughs> a lot of times, like the action, like they kind of play with the camera sometimes, like that. He was doing that stuff in Fast and the Furious, you know, stuff like that. So, and that's the thing, like this movie was cinematic. Like you could yeah. just take some screenshots from some of these movies. And they look like they came from a comic book. 
you know. And that's the thing. And and you say what you want to about DC and the movies they've been cranking out. I feel like their movies have been more cinematic looking than Marvel. Well, Marvel does kind of have that bland kind of look to it, even though you came out the character. I mean, you can say what you want to about Batman v Superman and Man and still like that. They have some awesome looking shots, you know, and yeah. cinematographers like that. And Aquaman yeah. was in that same level. I was always wondering, like, okay, Zack Snyder kind of set the bar at least for what these movies are supposed to look like. Can James Wan match that level? He matched that level. He did it. You know. Yeah. So I, I like the movie on that aspect. I also like the fact that uh and, and, and here's the thing, like I said, people want to say that this is a all new, all different Aquaman. Not really, Eli. It's just like you said, like the movie the movie was very, very faithful to the comics. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Arthur is a little bit more authorian, you know, King Arthur Shakespearean in the comics. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you throw Jason Momoa, I mean you you can just tell they were trying to shatter the joke image of what Aquaman was. And that's why they cast him. That's why this movie is as pretty as it is. It's trying to show that, you know, this character is, is actually cool if you give him a chance, you know. And I, I, like I said, I didn't do that until I read the, the New 52 run where they basically rebooted, the, you know, Aquaman's lore and his character and made him actually badass. And, you know, if you're going to have a badass Aquaman, then who... You know who 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 else but Jason Momoa? You know, to, right? To, to <laughs> we play just it, look you know? at him and say he's a badass. You know, nobody's gonna make yeah. fun of him. So. Yeah. And so, but so. that's the thing I like about it. But they, even though they tried to make an all new, all different Aquaman, they didn't try to Nolanize this shit. You know, they no. didn't try to be like, what would Aquaman be like if he existed in the real world? They didn't do that shit. You know. Yeah. They. This was like, no. Let's just take whatever stupid, silly shit in the comics. Take that shit, put it on screen. They had a yeah. fucking octopus playing the drums. So. Yeah, which I guess, which which I guess is an is a old shot. Now this okay. I'm because uh, you know, this is some deep shit. But yeah, I mean, that, th- this I, is a comic book podcast, so you know. <laughs> yeah, so that I guess that character that that octopus was named after is Topo. But from what I read, I I've, I'm only familiar with the New Fifty Two run and the Rebirth shit. So I haven't realized, you know, now that there's an Aquaman movie, I'm sure there's going to be more, you know, Aquaman books made available, you know, so I can go back and read the old, you know, those old older runs and stuff like that. But um, as far as like the new 52, Topo is a giant like sea monster. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) That that like that that helps Aquaman do shit, you know, like help them in in a couple of the arcs and stuff. But. He wasn't an octopus, not not the way I, the way I remember. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because I, I feel like at that point in the movie, you either understand what this movie is or you don't. Like I, I've seen some like critics, like main critics and reviewers, like jump off the movie at that point and say, "Is that an octopus playing the drums?" Oh, I can't watch this movie. I'm done. I'm out. I'm like you weren't supposed to go see this movie anyway. It's not for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like if that's where you jump out, because basically that's where it's like okay. This is what we're doing. This is the tone we're going with this movie. Anything can happen at this point. And and I'm like on board. I'm like, okay, that's an octopus playing the drums. Okay, I'm I'm so I'm on board. You know, just keep going from there. So and like I said, we we compare we compare the movie to Lord of the Rings. I do feel like the movie was a little bit too long. They could have trimmed the fat a little bit because there really wasn't much plot to it. The main plot of the movie, like like seventy five percent of the movie, was go get the thing. And everything yeah. else was just shit just going on there. And it did fit. And they threw in so many Aquaman bad guys. Like, by the time they got, when he finally got to the very end, I'm like, oh, fuck, another monster? Shit. <laughs> you know, they could have trimmed it out a little bit, you know, paced up. But like I said, the movie just moving at such breakneck speed. And, and DC just throwing so much shit at you. You know, I, I can kind of, uh, you know, forgive them for that. You know, uh, did have some cool points. Too. Mira had some cool-ass powers. I mean... I want to see Mira. You know how they got all these kids dressing up as, like these girls dressing up as Harley Quinn and stuff like that. I want to see some dress up as Mira. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I, I, you know, I'm not the biggest Amber Heard fan. Sure, she's she's cool to look at, um, but I when I first heard she was cast as Mira because I love Mira in the comics. I think yeah. she's one of the coolest characters, and so I was a little worried about her. And at first, it was it was just like like 
like with Jason Momoa. Oh, that's not Mira. That's Mira. That's Amber Heard in Mira's in Mira Cosby. Right. With a tomato hair wig on. Right. Yeah. And it, 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 but after a while I kind of settled into it. I was like, okay. I mean, after, you know, watching her do her hydrokinesis and all that shit and kick ass, I'm like, okay, there she is. You know, <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I forgave them. I'm like, okay, this, this is fine. This is, you know, like I said, I could nitpick and yeah. And, but, and plus, she know, only wore like the green outfit that we recognized. She only wore it at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like you never yeah. seen it again. And so, and yeah, after a while, I was like, yeah, that, that's yeah, that's that's Mira. I didn't mind her as Mira after a while. You know, I, like, I, I accepted. You know, so. Okay, and like I said, she was cool. Uh, let's talk about the bad guys for a second. Like I said, we we briefly talked about uh, uh, Black Manta. I thought he was awesome. I thought every time he came in, it was awesome. I thought he raised the movie up to every level he was on when he's in there. It was just like he was just briefly in there and it just went away. You know, even yeah. the scene where he was doing the Iron Man thing, where he was making the Black Manta suit. I like it's a cool scene, but what the hell does that have to do with the movie? Why is this here? Yeah. yeah. It's just establishing the the Aquaman lore, you know. And as a fan, I'm like, oh wow. Of course, you know, me being a fan, I'm like, oh cool. They're referencing this and they're referencing that. Like yeah, like yeah. The, there's, you know, that's what I love about the Aquaman comics, the Aquaman you know stories. Yeah. Is it it does, like I, I I keep telling people, it is Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, it's it's fantasy underwater and it does have this rich. You know mythology. You know um, it and goes. And you can, deep, and you can you know. tell because it does feel like they were throwing. It's like okay, it's a lot of Aquaman shit I didn't know about. They're just throwing in this yeah. movie. You know. Yeah, and I was like, oh whoa, oh shit. You know, sure they change a few things. They made was it King Nereus, Mira's dad, which he was like he, she was supposed to marry him in the comic. I mean, yeah, there's stuff that they. You know, I'm getting all token on you, but <laughs> right, yeah, I'm like okay, you speak Spanish right now, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like there's stuff that they changed, but. There is a rich, deep backstory to this mythology that that they put in there, and as as a fan, I was like, oh, ooh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So I was I was digging on it, you know. You know what? But I'm, then again, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up, Eli, because I feel like you were going at this a different way than I was going at this, and maybe other audience also. I feel like I'm a semi casual Aquaman fan. So yeah. watching this movie, you know, I'm pretty much going in with fresh eyes. So whatever they threw at me, you know, was brand new. But at the same time, when you watch this movie, you know, you're looking for this, this. You you look for them to check the boxes, you know. Yeah, looking at it I, from a I, fan, I, you know, yeah. versus casual. And I was just like, whoa, whoa! They're doing this. They're showing that. They're referencing, you know, the Seven Kingdoms. Oh my God, the Dead King, all that shit. Like that. This is, you know, the Dead King scepter. You know, Volko. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, like all these kids. Like holy shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, I was, I, I was digging on it, you know. I was, I, you know, and I, and I'm, but I'm used. I'm also used to Aquaman getting a bad rap, you know. Like I said, I took, I was convinced. My boy showed me, you know, gave me a couple of those New Fifty Two trades, and I really dug on him. He's like, no, you should check out Aquaman. He's actually pretty cool, and I, and I did, and I've been a fan since, you know. Um, so yeah, I'm used to people making fun of him. I'm used to him getting a bad rap and people not giving him a chance. So I I understand like the backlash. I mean, I see it online too. Oh, that movie sucked. Oh, it's so stupid. Aquaman's <laughs> gonna suck. I ain't gonna see it. Blah 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 blah. blah. You know, right? <laughs> so I'm kind of used to all that shit already. You know, I'm like, well, well, fuck y'all, cause y'all are missing some cool ass shit. I don't right. give a shit. You know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so and it seemed like you said uh, they handed you some Aquaman books, you read them, you liked them. Somebody also handed me some Aquaman books, and they're just sitting in my closet right now, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not reading this shit. But honestly, at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, fuck, I sh- maybe I should have read that shit. <laughs> yeah. But well, now, you, now you, I'm going yeah. to go back and read it, yeah. Well, you even admitted that fantasy isn't your thing. That you're, you're, you're not a sword and sorcery guy. Not that. really. You're not, not, not really. Not <laughs> yeah, and that, and that, and I, and that's the thing. I, I, I've always loved Conan and Lord of the Rings and all that shit. I, I you know, I like all that dragons and shit, and shit. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So, and, and, and that's all it is. It's just, you know, it's just fantasy underwater. It's underwater fantasy. It's king. It's king fight. It's Game of Thrones under the sea. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, you like, know. other than, like, you, you got Thor, which is a fantasy movie, and I guess, well, you could say Wonder Woman was also, but yeah, like, like really, really fantasy, I feel like this movie went there, 
further than any other superhero movie this decade so far. Like they they really went there with with the uh, fantasy. They didn't bother trying to sci-fi it up and real world explained it. No, yeah. they just it's it's a fucking giant seahorse. That magic is some is science we don't understand. Like none of that shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They didn't even yeah. bother with that. So uh like I said we talked about Black Manta. He was awesome. Let's talk about Ocean Master for a second. Now, like I said, Ocean Master, Pack Wilson, he's been in like every James Wan movie, every stuff like that. What I want to say about uh Ocean Master, I felt like he was cheesy. He was yeah. hamming it up. And you know. that was that was one of my um that's one of my nitpicks is I felt like he was just bored. Oh like no, he no, was no, just no. Going the, no, 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 no. Yeah. I was going somewhere with that. I yeah. loved his performance. Okay. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did because it was cheesy because it was hammy because he was chewing up scenery. That's the thing. Like, okay, we dealt with Thanos and Killmonger and Vulture and all these bad guys with pathos. And are they the villain or are they really the hero and the villain? No, he's just fucking evil. And he was just fucking dick, and he was just fucking asshole, and that's what I liked about it. Sometimes you just want to see your bad guy be a bad guy. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he was a little dry. You know, I thought he was just. I'm just here reciting lines. Because he, because <laughs> I didn't even think it was cheesy. I just thought it was. A, he was. He, like, he was super. Cheesy. He wasn't trying. <laughs> I felt like he was trying because a lot of times he was like screaming so much into the audience and stuff, and he was just like going in these temper tantrums and stuff. It was slowly kind of like Kylo Ren, but not quite that level. You know. That's what I liked about it. I, th- I thought I thought he, now he's not the greatest, you know, uh, comic book villain of all time, but he's not on Jesse Eisenberg level either. You know, I yeah. felt like I oh, felt yeah. like he lost ability. I, no, he wasn't that that over the top. <laughs> right, but I, I thought for this type of movie, the the tone and direction James Gunn, James Wan was going for this movie, he fit perfectly. Like they weren't trying to make him a sympathetic villain. He was just an asshole villain. No, and I mean they did establish his motivations that he was, you know, yeah, angry yeah, at the surface world. And blah, yeah, blah, and blah. I was like, yeah, whatever. You're but that's already there. I mean, that right. was, that's, yeah. <laughs> and plus, I just like the fact that they were doing the other stuff with. Uh, now, you know, honestly, honestly, even I, I know why you, why you may have had an issue with him because after reading the comic Throne of Atlantis, I can kind of see why you had an issue with this character because I do feel like from what I read in the comics, Ocean Master was a more fleshed out villain. Yeah. Yeah, where he really technically really wasn't even evil. <clears throat> you no. know, it was just circumstances. He was just trying to protect his kingdom and circumstances just played along to it and that was all it was. He wasn't evil like he was in, in the movie. Like, you know, he and and, and I kinda like the political stuff he was doing too. It reminded me of episode one in Star Wars, you know, all political bullshit. Here's the thing, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I like the political stuff in in the in the prequels. Okay. All of it. I eat that shit up, man. When they sit there, have the, I don't know why, man. I just like that shit. Everybody hates it, but I liked it. So when they start going to the political shit in this movie, where you know where he's shaking hands with one dude, but doing backdoor deals with Black Manor to do other shit, I was loving it. I like, yeah, mm-hmm. I want to see an asshole political villain. You know, he's using his political power as his superpower. You know, plus he's stronger than Aquaman underwater because he's been training the whole life. Aquaman just learned this shit. You know, uh, he's super cheesy. He's an asshole. He's about to marry, you know, and then you got Mira with this kind of love triangle. Like she's about to marry his brother, but she runs off with his brother. You know, I, I was liking yeah. that shit, you know, <laughs> even though I know that's not, you know, in the comics stuff like that, but it was just interesting to me. So, yeah, I, I thought he I thought me personally, I thought Ocean Mask was an awesome villain. If anything, he looked cool because he they, they took the look straight from the comics. Yeah, I mean, he looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, his 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 fighting style was cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, even the scene where they was in the the Ring of Fire, which I thought was a stupid ass name for their their bout. You know, that was pretty much a Superman Zod fight underwater. Yeah, I missed a little bit of that because I had I, I got up to go to take a, to go to the bathroom. Oh man! So I, I I came back as that was going on, and she was like, "Damn, you know, I thought I was, you know." Because <laughs> it was cool because they were doing like a, a basically like a three hundred sixty degree. Uh, battle underwater. I I saw I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, I was like, uh, I, that's the thing. I was like, okay, he's they're gonna fight and he's gonna get his ass kicked and, and then he's that's gotta ex- go. That's regroup. exactly what happened. You know, yeah, and I was like, okay, I, I I figured this. I'm gonna go take a leak real quick because I, I you know I want to I don't want to be like suffering through the good shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but then as I came walking back in, I was like, wow, that looks pretty cool. It was like, and I, I, mean, I, I missed yeah. some of it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Aquaman got his ass kicked. We all knew he was going to get his ass kicked, but it was just still a cool-ass fight. Like, uh, what was that? Uh, 
uh, Neo versus Agent Smith, you know, one of those yeah. fights. It it was, 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 yeah, it was that underwater. It was Dragon Ball Z underwater. Exactly. I was like, okay, this shit is cool, you know. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's like you said, those fight scenes were fucking awesome. All the fight scenes were awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, better than what we normally get from the Marvel uh, Cinematic, and mainly because of James Wan, because he, he's known for action. Uh, I will say this. Like I said, the plot was over complicated for such a simple plot. I do feel like there was a bunch of plot holes in it, but I do feel like a lot of the plot holes can be excused because this movie follows a trope called the rule of cool. So yeah. if it, it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense as long as the payoff is there. Just like we were talking about the octopus playing the drums. Like we can we can question why, but why do you want to question that? It's octopus playing the drums. You know? yeah. So another reason was like when they were in Italy and they see that thing down at the end where they gotta go. Why don't they just swim there? They're super-powered <laughs> folks. They can just get there. Why do they take a boat? Aren't they, aren't they both proving they're faster than boats? Wasn't he injured? He was injured, though, wasn't he? I mean, she could have waited until he got healed. <laughs> and then swim there. <laughs> and then, and then they, she, she stole a boat, and it was like a, we got to laugh a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you can swim. On the, I know what they want to do. They want to slow down and have some character beats and a romantic slow, slow, subplot, which went nowhere with them, you know. Yeah. Uh, now here's something, and I and I, I I've only watched uh, the Justice League a, a, a couple times now, but they're saying that, you know, because in this movie they say you know Orm said he never went to, Arthur never has never been to Atlantis. True, true. But then, but then in Justice League, he obviously went down and right. you know, to the mother box. He went down there, no. talked to him in Atlanta. Even though in Justice League he also said that was the first time going. Okay. So that was at the same time. That's even if that was the first time going, he's still saying he's never been there before. So that was a huge plot hole there, also. Yeah, and I was wondering. I was like, I should go back and watch that scene again because do they do they name drop Atlantis or is that just flat out name drop Atlantis? Yes. Okay. All right. He's like, well, well, he could have been in Zebo or something. You know that that they could have been hiding that mother box. You know, and, and that, that's what I, I was thinking also. Like, okay, he said he never been to Atlantis, but at the same time, Atlantis in this looks completely different than Atlantis in, in Justice League. So maybe he went to some hidden city. Like, he Suburb. didn't go deep into Atlantis. He went to, like, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm trying to do a leap of logic to try to make this. Yeah, and that's what I was doing. I was like, maybe they were, you know, maybe it wasn't technically Atlantis. Maybe it was a little, you know, an outskirt yeah. of it. And then people started thinking, like, okay, maybe this happened before Justice League. Okay. And then Mira says, oh, remember the time we fought Steppenwolf? They're like, oh, fuck. Okay. <clears throat> so never mind. Yeah. I also like how they... Hey, everybody out there in podcast land. Uh, had a few technical difficulties around this time in the episode. So instead of stopping it, we're just going to just power on through. And we're going to interrupt it with an episode of Family Guy. It may be illegal, but who cares? Hopefully enjoy. Damn fool! You're more useless than Aquaman! <laughs> help! Somebody help! Rape! Scream all you want. Nobody can hear you out here. I can! Aquaman, help! Hey! Hey! Hey, let her go! Or what? Or... Or... I don't know, man, but you're... You're lucky you're not doing that over here in the ocean. Or else... Or, or I would stop you. For God's sakes, help! Do something! Ah, oh, if you don't like starfish, you're gonna be mad about what I just did. Oh, God, help! Ah, oh, you're in for it now, buddy. I got like five fish coming to help. Oh, oh, here they are. Help! He's hurting me! Well, maybe you shouldn't have let him on. Now, back to our schedule programming. So then I started looking, I was like, oh, James Wan. It, it reminded me, okay, James Wan is doing this. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, because and that's why, obviously you know, he's a veteran. He gets to flex his directorial muscles, you know. Yeah, and I'm not a big like ghost story guy. I'm not. In, I'm just not into the supernatural ghost story shit, haunted houses and ghosts and possession. That's just not my thing. But I don't mind the Conjuring movies or the Insidious movies because James Wan directs them. You right. know, they're very well made. You know, and that's what that's what keeps me going back and watching them because he's involved so right so because yeah that trench scene I, I like i i mean i didn't full-on jump you know when it, the camera panned and there's one of the trenches sitting on the boat i, I was like but I'm i did go lie. oh I shit did. you know yeah. <laughs> did I, I, you jumped. I, I jumped i don't care yeah <laughs> call you, me a little girl i don't care <laughs>
But it was like, it was a little startling. I like, I didn't expect, I was like, oh shit. And then I got excited. Then my dick got hard. Oh, it's the trench. The trench is here. Finally, you know, and (laughs) And then there was, he was going to beat him, you know, so. Yeah. And then that whole, that, that visual of them, you know, jumping in the water with the flare and they're all chasing them. That was just awesome, especially on the big screen, you know. That, that was beautiful. It was like, okay, this is why you pay to go see movies. Like, you expect to see, you know, shots like this in a movie you're paying money for. You know? Yeah. You'll never that, see something that like that in a Marvel movie. Yeah. And so, and that's, what, that's what I like about that. So, the trench was awesome. Uh, I do like how they established that Superman. A lot of people were shocked that Aquaman was so strong. Even though it was already established in Justice League, he can kind of go toe-to-toe with Superman. But people were yeah. shocked. You know, he got shot with bullets and shot with grenade launch and stuff like that. He just keep getting back up, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, well, he's he's his body. I mean, Atlanteans have thick skin because they can withstand, you know, the pressures of the deep. Right. So. So, yeah, they're strong. (laughs) Right. All of them have pretty much the same level of strength, you know, like that. But then so then I'm thinking the whole movie. Okay, so if he's a strong Superman, you know, what's his kryptonite? And then later on, halfway through the movie, they explain his kryptonite. Basically, his kryptonite is any kind of Atlantean steel. Oh, it's Atlantean steel. (laughs) I do like how yeah. Black Manta stabbed him with the Atlantean steel first and then took out his dad's knife and stuck him in the same wound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty Yeah, Black, Black Manta was cool. I mean, they, and, and they referenced, you know, the, his or they, they gave him an origin, too. Like, they oh, yeah. gave Black Manta's origin, and, and it, which is, you know, not beat for beat the same thing, but it is pretty much similar. Okay, that's comics, what I was going to ask yeah. you, because I never actually read Black Manta's uh, storyline in the comics. Like, he looks cool, but I never read it, so I, I yeah. felt like they changed up some stuff. So, Yeah, I mean, it, the, uh, the whole thing with Arthur killing his dad and all that shit, and mm-hmm. like, you know, him blaming Aquaman for his dad's death and all that, that that's all in the comics. Were all... they still pirates and stuff? And... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, he, he, yeah, they were going around, he was part of the... I'm getting deep again. The, the other is it the others or the deserters? No, no. The the the, the deserters were the, the the desert ocean people. Um, okay. No, what? I think no, it's the, no, they're called what? the others. <laughs> Dude, okay, the, how can you be in the ocean in the desert? Well, the, no. When they go to the, that's the dead ocean. When they go to the desert to get the the the, the scepter or whatever in, that, in, the, in the Sahara, oh, in that the was um. That was a used to be an ocean, but it's a desert now. Now they were called the the, the, the deserters or whatever the fuck, or the deserters. Did they, Maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. Deserters. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it was that in the movie. I mean, did they mention it in the movie? I don't think they mentioned it in the movies, but okay. I'm, uh, that's in the comics. Okay, you, you, but, um, you, okay, you get lost me for a second. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah. But, you, um, or maybe, or maybe they even kind of hinted or referenced it in the movie. Yeah, but there's the others. Sense. Like there's a there's like a group called the Others in the comics. They're just um, humans that went around searching for Atlantean weapons and artifacts and shit. Okay. And Black Mana, that's how Black Mana recruits some of them to try to find uh, um, the scepter, the scepter that's used in in Throne of Atlantis in the comics. In the comics. Okay. Because they're they're you know because that scepter can control oceans and shit. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that was in that's in the throne of Atlantis comics. They kind of changed it up in the movie, but uh, but yeah, Black Man, like yeah, Black Black Man ends up on the Suicide Squad and shit, and you know, um, yeah, I mean, the, he he has a he has a cool backstory too, you know, he's he's almost like Aquaman's Joker, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's a big deal. I remember uh doing that <laughs> evil run in the comics, like Lex Luthor recruited him to kind of kill the uh. Evil Just League, and he was fucking badass in that too. So yeah. Or just in uh, this last, what was that last uh, comic we just uh, the the Drowned, Drowned Earth, or whatever? Earth, right, where he took yeah. Aquaman's powers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. He's a, oh, that's actually it's a casting gag I heard in it also. Okay, so Black Manta wasn't in uh, the Just League cartoon, the Just League Unlimited cartoon, but they did have a character called Devil Ray because they couldn't use the license for, in- that's why Aquaman wasn't in that show because they didn't have a license for him because his life was tied up in the movies or whatever. Anyway, the actor that played him or voiced his ro- uh, voiced him was the dad in, in this movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. kind of, you know, made it all come full circle. So I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know if that was on purpose or they just did it or whatever, but I thought it was pretty cool. So now, I mean, you're going to throw Black Man in there. Now you got to throw Aqualad in there. 
<laughs> well, it wasn't, and the, and the dog, the dad's dog, um, Aquaman's do- uh, dad, he had that dog, which was probably a reference to, um, what the hell is the dog? They got a dog in the comic. I can't remember. Do they? The name now. Okay. Yeah. It's not an aqua dog. It's not. It's not. It does, he doesn't breathe underwater. But they have okay, a dog. Aqua dog. Him and okay. him and Mira. Uh, I forget his name. But I was like, oh, that's probably the dog that they have in the comic. Common cast. <laughs> like again, I'm just like, oh shit, man. They're 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 going deep. Like yeah, <laughs> they're throwing stuff. At, I guess they throwing so much stuff. They're not they're not lingering on it. They just like, hey, it's there. You know. Yeah. You know? know. Like I said, I just had a smile on my face the whole time. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so- the ending battle. I was just like, holy shit. Okay, was... let's talk about the ending battle. Now, here's the thing. Now, we're debating on whether or not this is the best DCEU movie. The ending battle alone makes this the best DCEU movie for me. Yeah. Like, bar none. Like, we, we, everybody wants to say Wonder Woman, and you can put Wonder Woman up there, but here's the thing. To me, Wonder Woman completely falls apart in the third act. Just goes completely yeah. off the rails. I don't even yeah, know what one, happened in third act. Yeah, the third act of Wonder Woman is... You know, basically, B- the the ending of BBS re- rebooted, redone. Yeah. You know, Honestly, I like the ending of BBS better. I was like, <laughs> at least I understand what's going on. At least it, it, I remember shit that happened. Wonder yeah. Woman, when when Ares stepped up, I was like, okay, I don't know what the fuck is happening right now. She's like charging at people. She's going Super Saiyan. She's floating. She and it just looked. It just it just turned into the dirty, you know, you know, shit water you know, color hue of Zack Snyder's movie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this shit is, that, like, that shit was terrible. That shit was, like, super bad. It's like, okay, Wonder Woman has finally turned into a DCEU movie in the third act. Yeah, like, like oh, go. there you are. Okay. Yeah, fucking shaky cameras, shit, all constant debris falling in the frame. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to squint to see what's going on. It's all like Zack Snyder kicked in the door in the third act, like, no, I have to yeah. put my stamp on this movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it, but but this was so bright and luxurious. And yeah, just... <laughs> and like I said, we're gonna get into spoiler, even though we didn't do spoiler because there's really nothing to spoil in this movie. But just the fact that Aquaman wrote a Kraken into battle. Yeah, I was saying that. I I remember think because I remember back, you know, when we talked about the trailer, right. and you were saying, "Man, all I want to see is Aquaman ride a shark. If I don't get to see Aquaman ride a shark." I'm gonna be pissed, and I right. remember thinking, yep. and then, and then when that happened, I'm like, shit, Leroy's Leroy didn't get to see a Aquaman ride a shark, but he came in riding Cthulhu. Right. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> you got me. I'm like, I don't care what this movie does, wrong or bad. He yeah. rolled a cracking in the battle. That's yeah. all I care about. <laughs> it's kind of just... like it's kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy too. Like, I don't care what problems you have with that movie. They fought a fucking planet. Yeah. So anything else is excused. Same thing with Aquaman. He wrote a crack in the battle. Anything you do is excused. And yeah. even when he rode the seahorse, he rode a seahorse <laughs> in the battle. But he was like surfing this shit. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Aquaman, you're awesome. <laughs> I'm rest in peace, Aquaman jokes. <laughs> and then I knew, and I and, and I knew what was gonna happen too. I knew what was gonna happen. I knew what he was gonna do. But I didn't give a shit. Yeah. And I remember like. Like just like all yeah, he's gonna oh he's on the kraken, but you know what? He doesn't even need to do anything because he can just control all the creatures. And, and then right and when I thought he did, exactly. yeah, and that right when I thought that that's what happened. He just all <laughs> all the sharks and all the creatures everybody was riding just like turned on him and started eating everybody. And, and I was then like, he had the oh. trench with him. Yeah, and he was controlling the trench, and I, I was like, like what "Oh the fuck? fuck yeah!" I was like, just like losing it, and like, "Yeah!" <laughs> I was like, after that, I'm like, I'm done. I started to clap. I'm, I honestly, I started to clap in my seat when I saw all that shit happening. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I kept wondering, like, why is his power so weak? He's supposed to be able to control all this aqua shit, and he like does it on one person at a time or one animal at a time. But at the end, he's like, "Fucking no, I'm controlling every fucking yeah. thing. I'm running battle by myself and fighting like four you know, countries by myself. I'm like, okay, yeah. you're fucking badass. It was like that scene in the Justice League uh, yeah. comic where he, the the sharks came up and ate the parademons or whatever. Right. <laughs> and then Green Animal, before it happened, Green Animal was like, okay, why do we need you on the team? You can't do anything. And then it's when he had like the sharks eat the parademons and Green Animal yeah. was like, okay, I'll shut the fuck up now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, Eli, we're going to have to wrap this up because I'm actually running out of space on, on 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to cut it off because we had a good cover goal, but we're going to have to. I don't know how long we've been going, but we have to go. So basically. I think we went a while. Just an hour on just the movie, I think is fine. <laughs> I think that's fine. Yeah. I, I hate to go. I could have keep going, but I'm going to have to wrap this up now because I got other stuff to do. So let me slap a score on this. I'm going to give it a four point. Uh, no, four out of five. Just flat four out of five. Best DCEU movie. Uh, if we compare it to other Marvel movies, it's up there in like the top of range of the Marvel movies. Beautiful looking movie, one of the most beautiful looking superheroes you'll see ever. You know, comic accurate. Aquaman looks like Aqu- that last third act when he put on the Aquaman suit. That's Aquaman. Yeah, like this I is Aquaman out of the comics. They just threw the comics on screen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. Hopefully, you guys listen. Christmas is coming. Holiday season. Holiday season. Sorry about that. Let's be politically correct. Let's be SJW. <laughs> uh, everybody have a good holiday. Have a good Christmas. We will talk to you guys next week. Uh, Eli, you got anything else to add? No. Go see Aquaman again. Go see, go see, I'm going to go see it again. I'm going to go see it again. Hopefully with the family this weekend. We'll see. Uh, that being said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time. Same bullet channel. They tried to get rid of me. But from ocean to ocean, they gon' have to deal with me. I've been overlooked, slept on, stepped on, left for dead. Always against all eyes, like Pac said. I'm the living great Gatsby. But these boys are watching quick and disappear like Banksy. From ocean to ocean, sea to sea, I'm something that you gotta see. Gold, the game is to be sold and not told. Let's go. Gonna take the love to drive me away.